Perak Dalad Mishnah Yud, opening up with the introduction. It is rather long, so I'll just see it in a summary. would say that there's no one as great as Remeir in Remeir's generation, in his sharpness, in his greatness in Torah. And but nevertheless, they did not set the halacha like Remeir, because they weren't able to to understand him. He was so great. He would say something that was Tameh was Tar, something that was Tar was Tameh, and then he'd bring a proof to his reasoning. So they couldn't like go against him. Um, so granted, he was the greatest Torah scholar in his generation, but they did not pass an halacha like him. And the, the truth is, is that Reb Meir was not his real name. His real name was Reb, Reb Nehorai. And why did they call him Reb Meir? Because he was Meir Enicham Balacha. He, oh, he enlightened the eyes of Chachamim in halacha. And his primary Rebbe was Rebbe Akiva. He also learned by Rebbe Shmuel, and he also learned by Elisha ben Avuya. And even though Elisha ben Avuya he, he went off the derech, he became an apikoras. Nevertheless, Reb Meir would still learn Torah from him. The Chum would say, Reb Meir rimon matzah tochu ocha v'klipas zarak. It's like Reb Meir found a pomegranate. He ate the inside and threw out the threw out the threw, threw out the waste, threw out the outside, threw out the peel. Meaning, when he found Elisha ben Avuya, granted that Elisha ben Avuya went off the derech and became an apikoras. But Rebbe was able to extract from him the pure Torah and not learn from his um, terrible ways. Gadol HaYechalkash, Rebbe Meir's was huge in the compilation of the Mishnah. Stam Mishnah, we know Stam Mishnah is like Rebbe Meir, according to Rebbe Akiva. Shemeshasinu, Shabbat Meir, Shabbat Kibla, Rebbe Meir, Rebbe Akiva. Hunchal Yisobi, Stam Mishnah. Yeah, like we said, Shigili Dei, Shekol Acharkach, like the Rebbe Yudah HaNasi, Rebbe Yudah HaNasi was compiling the Mishnayas, a Stam Mishnah, but had no Tana, would go like Rebbe Meir. And Reb Meir, he brought call him Reb Meir as Limud Torah, Shkina Torah. Reb Meir, you know, infused Torah into the generation, and um, they bring down over here whoever the Osik and Torah Lishma, he's Zochel Dvarim Harbe, he's Zochel many things. Okay, okay. So with that in mind, with that background, Reb Meir, let's see the Mishnah. Reb Meir Omer, having made Beisek, one should do his best to reduce his activities in his livelihood and his Parnasa. And Vasok and primarily uses time for Torah learning. Ye Iker make your Torah keva, make your Malacha Arai, make your Torah your primary, make your, your livelihood secondary. And be exceedingly humble before everybody. To learn even from someone who's smaller than you in Chachma. Like Ben Zoma said in Mishnah Aleph, who's a Chacham? Halomin Mikal Adam. One who learns from everybody. Remember himself, he learns from Malisha Ben Avuya, even though he went off the Darach. But he still was able to find the pure Torah in him and learned that from him. And other Mephoshim explain, even when you're being successful in Torah, which is the, the which is the climax of, of, of growth, do not be haughty with it. And although more so, do not be haughty with you know just material uh, success. Sha'inan Ruyas Lhiskaspahan, because you should not be haughty with them, who are you to be haughty with them? Torah, and if you uh, were you were Mabatil. You were you, you were not you were you were you were not learning Torah, you know. Machmas iskecha because of your livelihood, you were too busy. You weren't learning Torah. You'll have a lot of you know betalim. There's various uh, explanations here. Pashup shot is you can have a lot of excuses. If you found one excuse, you'll find many excuses. You find more things that will be matriad you that will take away your time and not allow you to learn Torah. And the Meiri explains. That if you're battle from Torah, in betata mimena v'halachdalas. If you were battle from Torah, and you went out to to do your trade and to do work, so lotale bezel mazel zecha. You're not going to surpass your companions. Ki yesh lecha b'tilam har b'kenegdecha. 
Because if you're a merchant, <clears throat> there'll be many merchants competing with you. And if you're, you know, in whatever craft you're in, there'll be many people competing against you. Bikaratana Betalim, why does the Torah call it Betalim? Because everything is bottle, everything is really nothing compared to the value of Torah. But when you're Mishtadal to put Torah as your primary function, so then Talaba Amalas Azula Secha. So then you're gonna you're gonna move ahead because there are not many people that are putting Torah as their primary function. Like the Chachmim Musa say, Ha'emes kveda, the truth is heavy. Therefore its holders are, are few. Rabbi Sinu Amr Chacham say that there are four things of the world, that there are four Tashmishim, four primary functions, and all of them, if they're gone, you have an exchange for them. Meaning, silver can be replaced with a mine, a mine of silver. And gold could be replaced with the refinery. Iron and copper, basically all these sources, if they're gone, there'll be different things to replace them. But a Tamil Chacham, when a Tamil Chacham dies, so who's going to, there's no exchange for him, there's no replacement for him. His Torah is his unique Torah. This is what it says, we're going to find the Chachma. And obviously, Rebbe Nassim brings Kala Shoket al Devi Torah, most low Shoketim Konegdo. One who immerses himself in Torah, he'll have more energy and more attraction to continue learning that Torah. Whoever detracts from Torah, he'll have more detractors to pull him away from Torah. There could be an Ari, Zeev, Namr, Badlas, Nachash, guys just list him. It could be lions and tigers and, and troops and, and thieves that just detract, detract him. And they, and they, and they, they pay him up. They, it's, it's the retribution for, for punishment. Shneimer says, "Achi shalakim shoftim ba'aretz kolayla b'tel b'shem nimnu him shevet." There's just a, a, a messenger of a kodesh baruch hu. Hashem needs to punish somebody. Has all different ways to punish someone from transgressing his will. But in Malta b'tor, if you're osik in Torah and you reduce your askecha, your livelihood, yeshlo hakodesh baruch has schar high belit on lecha. Kadosh Baruch Hu b'chvodu u'v'asman, His own honor and glory will reward you for your Torah, not through any kind of messenger, not through any kind of malach. Hashem Himself will reward you, and with this, the midah tova is greater than the midah peranios. <coughs> and moving along to Mishnah Yud Aleph, there's also a very long introduction here. The Mishnah is rather short, but I'm going to go over the introduction just as a summary because there's crucial points here to learn. There are two shnei tanam yadum. There are two tanam that are known with the same name of Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov. The first one lived during the time of the Beis HaMikdash. And he actually taught Masech Midos because he saw with his own eyes the Beis HaMikdash. So he was able to say the different parts and the measurements of the Beis HaMikdash. And Ben Azai would say, that there was found in the Megillas Yuchzim, the, the scroll of lineage. And it was written inside of it that the Mishnah of Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, Rabbi Lezer, is Kavit Vanaki, it's clean. Meaning, his Mishnah is small, however, it's all refined and it's perfect. Now, the second Rebbe, uh, the second one, the second Rebbe, Eliezer ben Yaakov, is a Talmud Rebbe Akiva, and he, Hukanira, he's, it appears that he's Eliezer ben Yaakov of our Mishnah. And the Yishalmi uh, brings that one time a, a blind person came into the city of Eliezer ben Yaakov, and Eliezer ben Yaakov sat next to this blind person. So the people of the city they said, if not for this, this blind guy being, you know, a great man, Eliezer ben Yaakov would not sit next to him. So right away, they started giving him parnasa, they gave him honor, and this blind person said, what did I do to be Zohar to this? And they told him, well, what do you mean, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov is sitting next to you. 
So the blind person, he daven the tefillah. He said, Ata gemalta chesed, the blind person said as follows, You, with a person that you can see, meaning you could see me, but I can't see you. So this one that sees, which is God, but no one can see him, should accept your petitions and do chesed for you. And uh, the Mishnah opens up with the Blessed Ben Yaakov teaching us that every mitzvah that a person does creates a senegar, a defendant, whereas a, an avera creates a katagar, a prosecutor. And then moving on to Rabbi Yochanan Hasandler, he was a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, and they called him Hasandler because of his work that he, that he would do. He worked with, with, with shoes, with sandals. And others explain he's called Hasandler because of the city he came from. He came from Alexandria of Mitzrayim. And the Yushali brings that after the, after the Gezer of, Andri, of Andrinus was bottled, so seven uh, Zikanim gathered. These are the, were the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. They gathered to the Valley of Rimon to make the, the year a Jewish leap year. And amongst them was Rabbi, was Rabbi Yochanan HaSandler. And Machlokas broke out over there amongst the Chacham and Halacha. And Rabbi Yochanan HaSandler told Rabbi Meir, you know, I served Rabbi Akiva, and I, I stood by him. Meaning, I learned by him more than you. You know, meaning like, I'm greater than you. And the Chamim called him Alexandri, meaning he came from this Al Shem Ir from the city that he came from. He's speaking with haughtiness, like the Alexandrinim, Yehurim, uh, that these Alexandrinim have gaiva. And then the end, the Spaisu, they all, you know, came to an agreement, and they kissed each other, and they, they all left in peace. The Afshir, it's possible that Klape Osech, because of that gathering in the Valley of Rimon, Mechuvanim are the words of Yochanan and Hassan, of our Mishnah, who we're going to be discussing about gatherings, we'll see in a moment. The Amnam Tamidir Bikiva Elu, these Tamidim are Bikiva, Laachar Asifusim, after their gathering in the Bik of the Valley of Rimon, Ubeusha and Usha, Amdu Azumilu as called Eretz Yisrael Torah Torah. They filled the entire land of Eretz Yisrael with Torah. So not to think that this machlokas brought to any bad ways. They left with with peace. They kissed each other and they spread Torah throughout Eretz Yisrael. Says Mishnah Yadalaf. Rabbi Yehuda ben Yaakov Omer. How is a mitzvah achas? What is this one mitzvah? Konlo proklet echa. He acquires one proklet, one snake, one defendant. The melech Yosher who is labes chus upon him. Over avera achas. What a transgressor is one avera. Konolo Kategor Echad acquires one prosecutor who is Mekatrigalov and is Darish's punishment for Kaddish Baruch Hu. And the Kavana of the Tana of our Mishnah over here is it's to be mayor to people. Don't make a missile light in your eyes. Every missile you do, you obtain one uh, proclet. And, and, and don't make an Avera light in your eyes because every Avera that one does makes a Kategor. And Avera is not going to be wiped out just because of the missile that you did. Rather, a person receives a reward for his mitzvahs and punishment for his averas, unless, of course, he does teshuva. Teshuva, masam tovim, teshuva, repentance, and masam tovim, good deeds, are like a shield before retribution, meaning if a person does averas. So the takan of the remedy is to do teshuva and masam tovim, because teshuva and masam tovim are like a shield against the, the, the punishment. Teshuva is so great it can make a purposeful sin, a zadon, into zechus, into, into a merit. If you do tshuva properly, you can mamash change your sins, a purposeful sin, into a zechus, into a merit for you. That's how much you can raise your, your, your sin through teshuva. The Ayyad Amun, it says, 
whoever has an Avera, misbaish, embarrassed to do teshuva, yachlifa b'masa hatov, change it for good deeds, and do teshuva v'yaskabel. Mashal, a parable to a person who's got tsuros shalzuzim rum, he's got these, you know, these rotten and rusty coins. Go to a money changer, v'yitin lo tosefes, v'yachlifa, you know, pay, pay, extra, pay extra, and change them for good coins. So too, one who has ma'isim, has bad deeds, do teshuva and ma'isim toivim, and that's how he'll rectify his bad deeds. Rabbi Yochan HaSandla, and I'm moving on to Rabbi Yochan HaSandla, he would say, Kol Kiddesi, any gathering, Shil Hashem Shemayim, which is done with Hashem Shemayim, it's done for, for Hashem's sake, to do mitzvahs, uh, or to mivavare, is the Indian Lamita, to find out the truth, the truth of a matter, without, you know, your own uh, personal agenda uh, 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 on the table. Sofil Hiskayim, that gathering will endure. What you're trying to accomplish will endure and will be blessed. But the Shein Lashem Shemaim, any gathering which is not Lashem Shemaim, all you have is your personal agenda uh, on the table. You're not doing it for Hashem's sake or the Torah's sake, you're doing it for your own personal agenda. Aim to for this kind it will not endure. Lo yiyu kiyum, the the outcome will not endure. And others are not it brings. Can you see what's the concealed for Hashem mitzvah? This is the concealed of the Ajik Nesagadol that they gathered for the Shem Shemayim. They put together the the Shimon Esrei, and they put together so many different things of, of Yiddishkeit, and that all endured. And what's Shalot Lashim not for the mitzvah? This is the gathering of the Anshi Darha Flaga, right after the Mabal, they tried to build a tower against the Kaddish Baruch when they were all wiped out. So a gathering which is done L'Shem Shemayim will endure. A gathering which is done Shalot L'Shem Shemayim, not for God's sake, will not endure.